What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Misguided Goddess Podcast. This is the Misguided Goddess Sion. Sisters, how y'all feel? Brothers, y'all all right? Well, I hope y'all doing okay. Actually, no, I hope that you all are doing great because I can't lie. I'm doing great. I'm feeling good. I just turned 30. And um, ever since I turned 30, life been lit. So um, before I get into that, let's actually take a mental health minute. Uh, In this mental health minute today, I want you all to do your breathing exercises. Hmm. Do do five. Okay, that's my my mental health minute tip. We're not going to actually do it on the show because I don't want to have like a minute of dead air. So you just take that time out, push pause if you need to, and just do your deep breaths. That way you can really, you can not release, you can, yeah, you can release that stress and that anxiety a little bit. And you can breathe in clarity and patience. That's what we're going to do this week. <laughs> uh I want to know, I want to, I'm going to post this on my Instagram page. I want to know what do you all do when you normally take mental health minutes? Like, what are you doing? What's one activity that you're doing to, what's one activity that you are doing to keep your mental health balanced? Are you meditating? Are you journaling? Are you working out? Are you dancing? Are you singing? Are you resting properly? Are you feeding and like, are you feeding your body the proper things that a body needs to function? If not, (laughs) we're going to do this together. You know, even though I am the misguided goddess, we're all on this journey in life together. And that's the reason why I call my podcast the misguided goddess, because I mean, we just on a journey. We don't really know where we're going. We don't know where we're going until we decide where we want to go. You know? Like, you can't know what you want until you want it. And you can't get what you want until you want it. Right? Like, you know, you attract the things that you want. You attract the things that you need. You attract the things that you desire. It's just a way that you have to go about doing it. So... Like I said, take a few deep breaths and breathe out stress, anxiety, worry, and fear, and negativity. And breathe in. Breathe in. Oh, and also, when you guys are breathing in, uh, make sure that you're breathing in and doing your count. So, one, two, three. And as you breathe in out, one, two, three three, four. That is something that you can use to slow, not necessarily slow down your heart rate, but kind of allow your heart rate to catch up with itself, right? So like when I used to have anxiety attacks, that's one of the breathing techniques that work for me to calm me down. So that's something, that's a, that's a little free game for (laughs) y'all. That's a little free game for y'all. Okay, so let's move right along. So turning 30, life been lit ever since, you feel me? First of all, let me just tell y'all about my birthday. So I planned 
a birthday week for myself where I pampered myself. You know, I've been working a lot. I have been dealing with, oh, (laughs) sweet doggy. That's what I feel like. (laughs) So I got my first bikini wax and armpit wax. When I, ladies, let me just let y'all know, if you've never had a Brazilian wax before, oh my God, go get one. It just like made my confidence level go up like 30 more percent. Like, like, listen to me. I got a wax. I bought a new penny bra set. Um, hold on. I'm skipping because one of the days I got my hair done. Another day I got my wax done. I got my nails done. Like I did like Manny Petty. Uh, even though, you know what I'm saying? I want my press-ons for my birthday. Cause y'all know I'm a press-on player. <laughs> All about my press-ons. I cannot wear regular, I can't wear fake nails. Like I'm not a girl who can go to the nail shop get her nails done and wear acrylic nails. My real fingernails are just way too sensitive for that. But it be cute and I be wanting my hands to look cute. And I'm also not the kind of girl who can have fingernail polish on just fingernail polish because it's going to chip and I'm going to be mad because chip nails make me cringe so I wear press-ons <laughs> so I wear press-ons and I love my press-ons I could put them on within five minutes boom full set all you got to do is keep your nails you know keep your actual nails manicured you know but anyway did that uh, what else did I do? I feel like I'm forgetting. Okay, so I was actually supposed to go to the aquarium on my birthday. Y'all, it rained on my parade. It rained on my parade for my birthday, but I am not sad. Okay, let's get back into it. So, I said I got my head done, but really, y'all, I bought a wig. So, you know, me getting my head done really was just getting a little braid down. I had a little wig action. I did 30 for 30. I haven't worn weave in a very long time, and I just, I don't know. You know, I just wanted something different. Even though it's hot as fuck in New Orleans. It's hot as fuck, okay? I'm scared to see what this hurricane season is going to be like. I am promised. I, I'm nervous, y'all. I'm nervous. But anyway, back to my red thing. I got a wax. I bought this red dress. I, so the outfits that I had for my birthday, I kind of already had them. Because I've just been having... The way that I dress myself, I have, like, a style. So. And that style basically is I create looks in my head and then I put the pieces together. So I buy in pieces. I don't buy an outfit. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I see, like, if like for instance, say I knew that I want a pair of black jeans Actually, no, I'm going to give you an even better example. <laughs> this is real life. I've been wanting some camouflage cargo pants for at least the past four years. Y'all know I'm a t-shirt and jeans kind of girl, but I've been trying to back away from wearing jeans all the time. So I was like, you know what? I could do pants, you know? They look good. They're cute. You just get them, you know, f- to fit right. I bought like seven tops to go with camouflage pants that I never owned. So, I finally found my pants, y'all. 
so I can finally get my outfits off. I'm so excited. But anyway, <laughs> I already had the dress, like I said. Um, I already had the dress. And so I got my makeup done, put my dress on, put my matching bra, painted set, of course. Shout out to Adore Me. Um, I really, 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 really want to get Adore Me to sponsor my podcast because I love them. Like when I tell y'all... The kind of woman that I told myself that I wanted to be was the kind of woman that wear matching bra and panty sets. So when I was finally able to, I decided to buy a bunch of bra and panty. I actually I signed up for the subscription, so I've just been collecting them at this point, you know. But you wear them every day, and they, that's one thing for me, myself, as a woman. It makes me feel very confident. I like to do things to make me feel good because if I feel good, if I, if I feel good, then I look good. And that makes my confidence just be like through the roof. Like, you know, I, I just, I just can't explain it. It's just like, you feel so sexy and powerful. <laughs> but anyway, so had that, got my fire wax, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no hair on my body from, from my eyebrows on down. So it's, it's lit. Okay. I went to Ruth Chris Steakhouse for my birthday dinner with my girlfriends and we had an incredible time. When I tell you that fucking food was so good. I love Ruth Chris Steakhouse. I don't eat steak though. I got the chicken. Y'all know I stopped eating meat. Um, last, well, not even last year. I've I haven't eaten red meat since I want to say 2019. I may, wait, no, I may be lying. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I stopped in 2019. I started back with certain types of meat and then I just cut it out so now I only do chicken and fish that's the only thing that I can eat that does not make my body be like hold up sister what is this what are you doing but anyway back to my birthday I got the grilled chicken I had cream spinach and there is this thing called a sweet potato souffle that touched the bottom of my soul the drinks were incredible, but the food, the food was orgasmic. One time, man, my, my cousin told me this joke. She said, my cousin is freaking hilarious. So it wasn't a joke. She was literally just talking. We were talking about Outback Steakhouse, actually. My cousin loves Outback Steakhouse. And she was like, the food was so good. It was like a party in my mouth and my tongue was the DJ. That's literally what I felt like sitting at the table eating my food on my birthday. I was so, like I said, it rained on my parade. But I got to go to Ruth Chris Steakhouse and get my grilled chicken. And that's all that matters. <laughs> that's really, like, seriously, all that I really, really wanted to do on my birthday. That was, like, the number one top dog. It don't matter if I don't get to do anything else. I don't care if I die tonight as long as I go to Ruth Chris Steakhouse on my birthday. Because let me explain to y'all. The dress that I had, I actually bought this dress to wear for Valentine's Day. You know, I was single, so I didn't have a Valentine. So me and one of my girlfriends, we were like, you know what? We're going to go to Ruth Chris Steakhouse, sit at the bar, eat our food, and be bad bitches. But the weather said, no, you're not. In New Orleans, it rained so bad on Valentine's Day in New Orleans. So we ended up not even going. And then life happened, and then everything just got in the way. So I was just like, you know what? I bought my dress. Ruth Chris Steakhouse is going to see me in this dress. That's what's going to happen. Okay. And it did. And I look cute. Except one tiny thing. 
I was running late and I didn't get any decent pictures. I got like some selfies. I didn't take any pictures with my friends at dinner. <laughs> it just, it was bad. But I have been on this thing where it's like, sometimes I'd be like, damn, I wish I would have took a picture. And then other times I'd be like, you know what? I have the memory. So that's really all that matters. And it just, it just is what it is. Like, I really be trying to not be on my phone as much. And I know that sounds insane since I'm just like, uh, I don't want to say I am a content creator, but I am a content creator. Because if y'all don't know, I really run three Instagrams right now. And it's about to be four because I have something else that I'm working on that I'm going to need to make an Instagram for. <laughs> and yes, I make all of my own content. Um, so yeah, I guess I am really a content creator, but I would rather have like pictures of things sometimes and sometimes not, I don't know. I'm just kind of flaky with the internet right now. You know, sometimes I'd be wanting to do it. And then sometimes I'd be like, man, I don't want to do that shit. (laughs) But, um, what else did I want to say about my birthday? What else I want to say? Oh my goodness. My birthday wish list. So many people bought me things on my birthday wish list, like my friends, my family. I got so many amazing books like I the books that are on my birthday wish list are books that are like gonna help me with stuff about business so last year um my best friend bought me like this big encyclopedia of like herbs and everything like that and then this year I got more books like that I got the big black book by Toni Morrison my mama bought that for me I've been wanting that book for so long um And it's like, yeah, I could have bought these books myself. I could have. But every time my birthday is coming up, people are like, oh, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm just like, I have no idea. I'm not good at telling people what to buy me because I don't know. I don't know what's too expensive for a gift, you know. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to put together a Amazon wish list and y'all just buy me stuff off my wish list. I have stuff on there from all different price ranges. And most people bought me like two or three things. And I just think that that's incredible. I never thought that uh, receiving gifts would be my love language, but I kind of think it might be. And it, 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 it it's not like old people bought me tennis with bracelets and bust down rollies. Nah, like I said, people bought me books. My mama bought me a teacup. My, my cousin bought me a teacup. And I just like little knickknack stuff. That's just me. I like little cute stuff, y'all. Um, oh, and the best birthday present that I gave to myself, not even the, okay, there's this purse I've been wanting since I was like 16 and I, I bought that, but that's not even important. The best gift that I bought myself, <laughs> I feel like it was made just for me and God put it in my eyesight when I went to Walmart and it was just perfect for me. I got a Dunder Mifflin snow globe. And on the inside of the snow globe, it's a coffee mug that says world's best boss. If y'all watch The Office, then y'all already know. If y'all don't watch The Office, watch The... Well, I must say watch The Office because it's fucking hilarious. But a lot of people really don't get it. It's kind of like dry humor in the beginning. Well, no, it's kind of like dry humor, period. But it's so funny. Y'all, y'all know I watch The Office. I tell y'all this all the time. I've watched The Office like a million times in the past 10 years. I used to just finish it and then start it over, 
watch it again. I don't care. An episode of The Office actually helped me save a life once. So there is nothing nobody can tell me about The Office. <laughs> I love you, Steve Carell. <laughs> All of the seasons when Steve Carell left, I kind of skip over those. And the episodes when Jan are like is like really mean to him, I skip over those too. Because I don't like people being mean to, being mean to Michael. I don't. But that's just me. <laughs> and the last thing about my birthday, like I said, it ran on my parade, y'all. I booked the Airbnb. Me and my friends, we really like got into having these like little kickbacks this year. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a little kickback for my birthday too. Because we haven't done one since like Mardi Gras. And our Mardi Gras kickback was lit. Oh my God. I'm not even about to get into that. If you were there, you were there, you know. And if you won't, if you weren't there, maybe you'll get an invite to the next one and maybe you'll come through. But anyway, I'm so crazy, y'all. I put the wrong date on my invitation and it rained. So I don't want to say nobody came, but like at first nobody was coming and I was telling Mallory, it was just me and Mallory in the condo. And I was like, Mallory, nobody's coming to my birthday. Oh my God, we're all my friends. And then nobody except my real friends actually showed up. So it's always good to really have your little crew with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my real friends, my little sister and my cousins came and it was cool. Like it, everything was copacetic. Oh, and my cake broke. I finally got the cake of my dreams and we hit a fucking pothole and my cake broke. So I told um my cake the the baker uh I told her I said I'm gonna take I took well we'll have before and after pictures I said I'm gonna write a letter to the mayor and I'm gonna let her know she either owes me some money for my cake <laughs> oh she needs to goddamn fix these streets <laughs> so <laughs> but no I'm not gonna go and harass our mayor I actually love Mayor Cantrell, she is doing an impeccable job to say this is her first time being mayor in a city that she is not from, and she is doing a very good job in my opinion. Only thing is, more recently, I did see that they were thinking about moving City Hall to the Municipal Auditorium that's closed down, and I vote no. But I did see that she said that they're going to be having like open forums as to what because they're trying to do something with it because it is abandoned um but people are saying that if they make that into city hall then it's gonna like be it may go into like armstrong park and armstrong park well congo square congo square is a historic landmark in new orleans because if y'all don't know y'all louisiana history if y'all from new orleans and y'all don't know y'all new orleans history y'all need to start getting to these museums and reading a fucking book when i was in the seventh grade first of all let me just back this up i'm a history nerd i'm such a nerd social studies was always my favorite subject i've always wanted to just learn about history and just like learning where we come from and everything like that so in seventh grade um actually at my middle school fw gregory shout out to them gators ah um anyway <laughs> we had to take a class called louisiana studies and in louisiana studies they taught us all about like different louisiana landmarks we actually talked about new orleans a lot you know what i'm gonna just say this people from new orleans we cocky for a reason because there's only there's no other place 
in the world like New Orleans. So if y'all ever talking to people from New Orleans and like, y'all so cocky, I can't stand y'all. That's why, like, we're so unique. <laughs> there's no other place in the entire world, in the entire country, like, there's no other place like New Orleans. Like, we are our own everything. Like, okay, anyway. <laughs> so, in uh, Louisiana studies, you had to study, like, different landmarks, like, the state bird, the state song, like, the state uh, drink, all kind of stuff like that, right? The state flower. And we learned all those things, but one thing that we also did was they took us on a field trip to different sites in the French Quarter. I had different field trips like this in elementary school, too, in the French Quarter where they would show us different landmarks and everything like that. And Congo Square is where slaves used to meet up and eat and drink. And like it was like when slavery was down here and I guess slaves would have like Sundays off, I guess. Um they would go and meet up at Congo Square. This was the only place that they were allowed to basically like be themselves, be human beings, let's say that, and not fucking cattle, okay? That's that's what that was. So it's like, no, y'all cannot mess with this land. Like it's bad enough um people are like it's bad enough it took y'all this long to even try to think of something to do with the municipal auditorium because what I'm not understanding is why isn't it opening back to be an auditorium like we need an auditorium then that way maybe more concerts will come here more shows will come here like plays and everything like that we need that okay it's just like we don't need if, if city hall wants to be moved move it somewhere else don't move it there, though, because that's not the place for it. And honestly, I don't even understand what's the big issue with where City Hall is now. But I don't work at City Hall, so I don't really know what it's like being in that building every day. I don't really know the conditions and everything, so I can't really speak on that. But I'm going to go with a nah. Don't make the auditorium City Hall. Thanks, American Drill. And since we're on the topic of slavery and everything, can we talk about how... <laughs> The United States government, <laughs> they really love playing in our face. They love playing in our face. So, okay, last year after George Floyd was murdered in front of the world, we had a bunch of different like anti-lynching laws um, that we wanted to get past, police brutality, all kind of different things. Okay. Oh, and there was also a bill that was trying to get passed for black people to receive reparations. Okay. They say nah to none of the bills we tried to get passed. But listen to me. Let me tell y'all what I'm going to do for y'all. <laughs> it's basically what they said. <laughs> I can't even get it out. But anyway. They literally instead said... No, we ain't going to pass these laws that say people can't lynch y'all, but we're going to give y'all Juneteenth. Let's make it a federal holiday. We didn't want that. We didn't ask for that. We didn't ask for that. That's not what we asked for. It's like they'll... Li and then... I'm going to even go back even further than this because I don't want to just jump into Juneteenth. The thing with, like, Black Lives Matters... <laughs> first of all, they ain't even got no black people over there. They ain't got no black people over there. Screaming Black Lives Matter. That shit don't even sound right. Black Lives Matter. We know that we... 
I'm gonna make some people mad with this. Black people know that black black lives matter. I don't like the fact that we have to scream to the world that we matter. Them motherfuckers know we matter. Y'all want me to tell y'all how they know we matter? Cause they steal everything from us, nigga. They stole us. <laughs> well, I can't really say they stole us because I'm actually working on my family tree and I haven't really come across a slave yet. You know, like some of us was already here and nothing is wrong with having your ancestors be slaves. Nothing's wrong with that. That's just what happened at that time, which everything is wrong with it because who the fuck wants to be a slave? But I'm saying if that was the case, then I'm not judging you and be like, oh, I'm better than you because my ancestors were a slave. No, that shit don't matter. Anyway, it go with black in America. Okay. So it's like, (laughs) what about? What about the people who weren't slaves, you know? Like, let's just talk about them for a minute. Like, the people who weren't slaves, right? The black people who weren't slaves. We were here for first. Do y'all history. Look into it, okay? There's literally a map. I'm going to share it after I post this. Like, I be saying, like I told y'all, I be knowing what I want to talk about. So, I be finding, like, different memes and stuff like that. So that I can actually show these things to y'all and y'all not just hearing me talk, okay? But there is a calendar. Not a calendar, girl. Not a calendar, Jesus. Um, a map of America before it was colonized. Y'all, they really colonized Juneteenth. Like, <laughs> it's comical at this point, in my opinion, because it's like, my dog, y'all mean to tell us y'all couldn't pass none of our anti lynching laws, none of our laws that's going to protect us in America. We are American citizens. We were born in America. We are American. We're just as American as anybody else. We were born on this land, okay? Because I was born at Methodist Hospital in New Orleans, Louisiana on June 3rd, 1991. So, I'm going to just go ahead on and say that, okay? I'm an American. So, first of all, I shouldn't even have to be begging for no fucking rights. It's in the Constitution that y'all love to throw up, okay? So, back to what I was saying, though. Y'all couldn't pass none of that, but y'all gave us Juneteenth. But six Asian people got killed six on and all of a sudden we have to rush anti-asian hate laws y'all know nine people got killed in a church a few years ago they have police have been on camera on film handcuffing black men shooting them handcuffing black men sitting on them Handcuffing black women, letting them die in police cars. Handcuffing black women, letting them die in cells. Handcuffing black men and letting them... There's literally a fucking man who, like, I guess his body burned to death in a prison in Florida. Not even in a prison in Florida, in a jail in Florida. Because it wasn't a prison. It was like a county jail or some shit. But it was so hot in there that this man, he died. He suffocated because he died. It was so hot in there. Yet, six Asian people get killed. I'm going to say six Asian people got killed in that, what, nail salon in Georgia. And then, like, three Asian women got beat up on the street randomly in New York. First of all, fuck y'all for even messing with those people. I'm not saying, oh, go pick on Asian people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying leave people the fuck alone. That's what I'm saying. Let's make that clear. Leave people alone. Then people ain't have nothing to do with, like, at a spa. Like, come on, now. Then people was at work. And y'all, who the fuck wants to go to work? The people ain't want to be at work. And y'all killed them at work? Like, ugh, that sounds like a terrible death to die. I'm dying. I'm getting killed in a place where I didn't even want to be today. <laughs> Had to have been at, at least a couple of those people's last thoughts. Like, I know at least one of them thought to themselves, 
fuck, I know I should have stayed home today. Because we all do it. We all think it. Nobody really wants to go to work. But my point is, I don't think that I'm not, I don't want, I'm not, I didn't want to say that. My point is, I really think that they are trying to insinuate race riots. I really think that's what they're really trying to do. They want to see black people come out and act a fool. And I hope that we don't do it. I hope that we don't give them what they want. I hope that instead we just continue on bettering ourselves and giving ourselves the things that we need because at this point, that's the only way that we're going to thrive and survive is if we stick together. And is if we stop hating each other, stop killing each other. The brainwashing definitely worked. I don't really want to, I'm not going to get too deep into the brainwashing because I want to be able to like quote the video that I watched and I'm going to have to watch it again as a refresher before we have that conversation. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that we just, we going to have to go back to trying to actually separate ourselves from um these people like and it's like our ancestors definitely tried that because like look at black wall street and tulsa right it's like y'all don't want to give us nothing so these people decided to open their own businesses have thriving communities and then white people y'all had came fucked with us we didn't fuck with y'all damn no no that's the point i don't understand about the issue in america with racism is at this point in time, right now, 2020, we didn't do y'all nothing. <laughs> we didn't do y'all nothing. <laughs> we didn't do y'all nothing. Y'all hate us because of the way that we look. Okay? Don't look at us. Y'all hate us because of the music we make. Okay, stop stop listening to our music. Stop stealing our music. Stop stealing the dances that our children make that goes to our music. And then being on TV acting like y'all are the motherfuckers that actually made it. Yo, y'all know y'all ain't got no damn rhythm. Y'all could have easily left us alone. This ain't hate speech, so don't try to flag this. This don't try to flag my 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 podcast now. Don't, cause I'm not I'm not doing anything with speaking facts. Cause y'all could have easily left us alone. I've never been around a person that I did not like by choice. If I don't like you, I'm gonna stay out of your way. Cause I don't like you. I don't like. If I don't like a person, first of all. I'm the kind of person where if I don't like a person, my body is going to tense up and get in, go into defense mode if that person comes around me, right? There's a person that I don't like who I actually have an interaction with more normal, more frequently than I would really want to. But every time this person comes around me, my body just tenses up. I start holding my breath. It's like something that my body just does. Like, I don't know if... Everybody is like that, but y'all know I'm, I'm I'm highly intuitive and I'm very spiritual. And let me just warn y'all: when y'all say, "Oh, I'm about to take, a, I'm about to go on a spiritual journey," be prepared, my nigga, because everything gonna change. Your whole body gonna change. Your whole body gonna change. You gonna don't, but at the same time, don't focus so much on just your spirit because we are spiritual. Like we are spirits that are having a human experience. Remember, I told y'all that on a few few podcasts back. <laughs> All right. So it's like my body don't like that shit. So I don't understand how if a white person don't like a black person, why would y'all come way to where the black people are? Because like they had things used to be separated. Right. But it's like even with gentrification, y'all came messing with us. We didn't come messing with y'all. We didn't. (laughs) 
that that that's that's what always just be beyond me like i've never understood racism racism is dumb like that shit is the just the dumbest shit ever dog like that shit is dumb <laughs> it's dumb if you're a racist you're an idiot like that's the only thing like okay that's hate speech right there <laughs> no nah, i'm just playing that's not hate speech because nah that's some real shit if you if you racist you dumb because even if okay nah fuck that i'm not about to break that down racism is dumb and it's been dumb since slavery like it's been dumb because guess what all right let's check this out slavery ended 1865 right emancipation proclamation and all that shout out to abraham lincoln and all that good stuff so which technically if y'all really know y'all history that was not even much (laughs) we were used as a pawn like i'm gonna stop saying we i don't i don't want to say slaves no i can say we whatever fuck it that's somebody's ancestors um black people in america were used as a pawn like yay the deal was free to slaves so that's cool but it wasn't a less free to slaves because this ain't right it wasn't like that like like they didn't see us as humans for the most part they still don't see us as humans they still see black women as these strong resilient robots who don't have feelings or emotions and when they do have feelings or or emotions then they get to be called bitter black women and then black men they don't see them as humans either they just see them as um a fetish um again robots that don't feel anything and they only see black men as people who create children and then leave but y'all want to know what's crazy that whole idea of black men see i know y'all probably like where is this taking me but (laughs) father's day is coming up so of course that's what i'm getting at with this okay (laughs) so it's like (laughs) so it's like they would have the black men slaves have sex with as many women right as they could to create more slaves but wait a minute big man you ain't a big man because you're not a man remember they don't see us as humans you're a robot so come fuck me too a lot of slave masters were actually gay and they used to rape their slaves men women children because again they didn't see them as human beings which is insane because I don't even uh, it's like how y'all don't see the (sighs) slavery okay let me see how I want to say this so for the slaves that came from Africa not the indentured indentured servants who came over here um, for other reasons whatever um, slaves that came from Africa right they went to Africa. They seen how these people were living. These villages were thriving. Y'all can y'all can see that the villages wasn't thriving when Egypt is in fucking Africa. To this day, y'all can't figure out how those pyramids were built. But guess what he at? 
Black people were never dumb. Ever. We were not dumb. That's why when you look at Africa now, yeah, they probably do have some parts where that that actually took place on those feed, feed, the, feed the Children commercials. That could have easily been true. You know, everybody has um, poor cities and things like that. They shouldn't, but they do. We even have them in America. Fuck, look at Skid Row, right? That could easily be a Feed the Children commercial. Um, I don't even want to get into that, though. We'll talk about homelessness in America another day because I have a... I have a I have an interview that I want to find that I read when I was in the seventh grade and kind of talk about that and then talk about homelessness in America overall, too. So we'll talk about that another day. Um, I, like I said, I be want to do my research for y'all. I don't want to just be giving y'all my opinion. I won't be able to tell y'all the facts too. teach y'all something, you know, teach y'all a little thumb thumb. All right. Um, but anyway, so when they used to go over there, of course, they could see like, OK, this is this and this is that. Like, these people know, like, how the fuck y'all think that slaves knew how to fucking work? Work the land. Because when they went over there, they seen them. They seen them working the land. Okay? Slaves wasn't dumb. <laughs> like, oh, we had to teach them how to read and write. No. They already knew how to read and write because they already had their own native languages. They knew how to communicate with each other. Okay? So that's another thing. And then another thing. All right, we're going to get them over here. This is how we're going to break them down. We're going to steal them from what we're going to steal them. First of all, we're going to steal them. We ain't got to do our own work. We're going to go through all of this hassle of literally stealing people. Beating on like that's what I don't understand. I feel like me as a person, if I had to go steal a person from another fucking continent. And then y'all ain't flying. Y'all taking a boat. Y'all traveling by water. So y'all taking a chance with going through this water. Okay. I would have rather just pick my own fucking cotton. That's just me, though. I just I would have had to pick my own cotton. That seems like a lot of work to not have to do work when you could have just did the work. <laughs> like <laughs> you could have just did the work. <laughs> that's the that's like I'm I. <laughs> it just don't make no sense to me. It don't make no sense to me. It don't make no sense to me. You did all of that. You did all of that. When you could have literally just saved time and money and in it, like, you could have just picked it yourself. Because I, I just, I know me as a person right now, I can say, yeah, I like to find, like, listen to me. I work, I work smarter, not harder. Okay. That's number one. Because I don't like work. I'm a lady and I don't like work. Sorry. God didn't put, really put me here for that. Um, I just, I wouldn't have been able to do it. But okay, anyway. All right, let's go back. Let's go back. Let me get back on track. Let me get back on track because I'm getting off. Okay. <laughs> Y'all went all the way over there, stole these people, bought them over here. Y'all have to beat them into submission. That's a lot of work. It's number one. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. A whole group of fucking people and them big old strong. Y'all seen African men before? Have y'all seen native African men before like they may be fine okay big old men big strong strapping gentlemen I could only imagine how long it took them to beat them into submission like I know they was tired them niggas probably was taking 
breaks and shit. You know, like, man, listen, I don't even want to get into that because that's going to get disrespectful. But anyway, beat them into submission. <laughs> they already don't know what y'all talking about. They ain't never seen no pale people before. They don't know what y'all talking about because they don't know what y'all saying to them. It's not that they was dumb and they didn't read it right. They were in foreign lands. Foreign lands. That's like you going to Spain right now with the with the with the knowledge that you have right now. Of course you're not gonna be able to talk to nobody. People are gonna think you're dumb because you don't know the language. You're in foreign lands. Okay? Alright. So instead we're gonna teach y'all a couple of words here and there. Oh, we're going to teach y'all a couple of words here and there because we got to teach y'all this Bible, right? Live by the Bible, die by the Bible. Y'all have to learn this book. But if we catch y'all reading anything else other than this book, y'all getting lynched because you want to be smart. Oh, you want to be smart? Like, come on. that All that shit sounds stupid, dog. I don't even much want to finish. Like, that shit sounds stupid, right? So, it's like... <laughs> Not only did that happen, right? Not only did y'all steal these people from their land, beat them into submission, rape them, kill them, murder them, steal their children, rape their children, eat their children, okay? Eat their children. You heard me. Yeah, that's right. I'm telling y'all, read, read, read. My goal in life every day is to learn something new every day, and I do every day learn something y'all i'm telling y'all we're never gonna know unless you learn right you'll never know something unless you learn it that's that so okay 1865 slaves are free i'm about to tell y'all now i'm about to tell y'all how juneteenth came about 1865 slaves were free it took two years two (laughs) two years passed before, um, two years passed before these slaves realized, oh, wait, we ain't slaves no more? Oh, we ain't got to do this no more? Huh? Oh, that's what it is? Oh. Two years after slavery was abolished in America, slaves in Galveston realized Oh, we ain't slaves no more. We ain't got to do this work no more. We ain't got to work for free no more. Y'all know the fucked up thing, though? After slavery was abolished, slave owners actually got money from the United States government. (laughs) Excuse me. They actually got money from the United States government because black people, again, weren't seen as human beings. They were seen as cattle. So it was like, Okay, all right, I'm gonna do I'm gonna put this into modern day comparison, right? So y'all know how when COVID came, they've been giving out these PPP loans, right? The um paycheck protection program. That is the money that people were supposed to be getting for their business to continue on paying their employees during the pandemic. Right. Basically, America gave slave owners a PPP loan after, well, PPP grant, because they didn't have to pay that shit back, after they didn't have slaves anymore. Because guess what? Now, y'all not working for free. I got to pay y'all. Oh, wait. And because y'all not slaves no more, the white people like, get the fuck off my land because y'all can't live over here no more. Either that or it's like, oh, 
y'all could live over, y'all could stay living over here if y'all work for free. So y'all gonna go to work every day, y'all not gonna get paid, but y'all could live here. And I'ma still treat y'all like shit. And I'ma still beat y'all. And I'ma still rape y'all. And I'ma still rape y'all children. And I'ma still rape y'all wives. And I'ma still eat y'all children. But y'all can stay here. Let me tell y'all something. Black men. Black men, black men, black men. I love y'all. They gave y'all the game wrong. They played y'all so wrong after the fact. Black women too. Don't trip. I ain't just making this focus on black men because I'm a black woman, you know. But I know that. And I'm not even about to sit up here and be like, oh, because black men had it worse. But I'm going to say this. They used to break these men down. The only way that they knew how to break these men down was through they breaking their body down. So not only are y'all getting raped. I don't know if y'all out there listening ever been raped before. Hope not. Definitely hope not. Because I don't ever want anybody to experience that feeling. I haven't been raped before. I can't say that. Haven't been. Thank God. I've been protected my whole life. Okay? But that's some sick shit, man. To be violated like that. Sexually, also. And then... I'm about to get explicit. Sorry, guys. But I don't know if y'all ever, you know, try anal. But even if you're signing up to do it, it's painful. So I can only imagine if you fucking don't want to do it, how painful that shit is. That's fucked up. Break them down with their body sexually. And then we're going to break them down with their body because we're going to physically beat them down. Y'all seen a fucking whip before? Y'all ever seen a picture? I remember one time I seen a picture of this old man. This picture used to make me cry. And you know, old black and white pictures, they used to have these eyes, man. They fucking eyes used to kill me. This man, that shit looked like a tree on his back. Y'all seen the movie Beloved with Oprah before? And y'all seen her back, how she looked when she got beat? That's how people really used to look for real. That was makeup and shit on that movie. But people really had to live with that. Open sores, open wounds like that. They ain't got no medicine. Ain't no doctors. Oh, and that's another thing. All the doctors, y'all want to be doctors? Oh, come practice on a slave. Gynecology, all practice on a slave woman. Think I'm lying? Do your research. It's right there. Google free. (laughs) Google free. Google free. Then we're going to break y'all down mentally. Because we're going to make y'all watch us rape y'all children and rape y'all wives. Oh, and then we're going to make y'all have all these babies on this plantation. And then we're going to say y'all, put y'all on another plantation. Or oh, you marry her on this plantation. You can't marry her. Y'all ain't humans. Go to the other next plantation and you're going to make babies on that one. And we're going to beat the shit out of you on that one. So the whole idea that black men don't take care of their children, that shit came from slavery too. Don't get it confused. Don't get it confused. That's where I came from. That's where I came from. (laughs) Because guess what? I don't know no man. I don't know no man in my life right now that has a kid that ain't taking care of his kid. That doesn't want to be in his child's life at every waking moment. I don't know none of them. My brothers, 
my brothers and, and maybe I'm just lucky. May, well, no, I'm lying. I do know one guy who's a deadbeat dad, but I don't know him like that. Because if I, well, I curse him out every chance I get because I know he's a deadbeat dad. But because <laughs> that's what they deserve. Niggas who don't take care of their kids, they deserve to live in hell, go through hell, and have heart attacks at early ages. Sorry, I didn't make the rules. But anyway. Um, yeah, man, I'm, um, dog, like, this Juneteenth shit, and this, this part is actually gonna come out on Juneteenth, but that, it just, it, it blew me, blew me, I don't like it, that's not what we asked y'all for, we really just asked y'all to stop killing us in the street, and instead y'all painted Black Lives Matter in the street, y'all painted Breonna Taylor's name in the street, y'all made a... Y'all put Brianna Taylor, a picture, a, a painting of Brianna Taylor on the cover of a magazine. She couldn't be on the cover of a magazine because she did. Because she did. She got killed. The police went in her house and killed her. That's what they did. I don't give a fuck what her boyfriend was selling. Y'all went in her house and y'all killed her. She was sleeping in her bed. She was in her house. Y'all killed her. But anyway, um, that's what y'all gave us. Y'all free. Y'all gave us Juneteenth as a federal holiday, which means that everybody in this country... Uh, just like just like Martin Luther King Day, y'all made this a national holiday and everybody's going to be off work. We wanted some money and we wanted the police to stop killing us. We wanted reparations and for the police to stop killing us. That's all we wanted. We also want equal rights in a way that if I get my house appraised and my house is appraised for $200,000, that if a white man gets his gets my house appraised too, that it's still $200,000. That's what we want. We want equal rights. We want people to stop looking at us like we're the issue and we're just living our everyday normal life, minding our fucking business. That's what we want. We didn't want Juneteenth to be a national holiday because guess what? Juneteenth was for us. Because we've been celebrating Juneteenth. I don't know what y'all did last year, but me and my family, we cut up, okay? And my entire life, one day I am not working, it's June 19th. My, ever, I started my first job when I was 17 years old. And I knew then I, I don't work on June 19th. And it's the summer. I'm not working on June 19th. I don't give a fuck if it's a Monday. I'm not working. Not going, not it. I'm off. <laughs> so... But this is what I think that we should do. I had this thought yesterday. I seen a tweet that said, um, make sure y'all hang y'all do-rags and... It was a joke, of course. Make sure y'all hang up y'all do-rags and bonnets by the fireplace tonight because tomorrow is Juneteenth. So, black people, are we going to just sign up to make Juneteenth like Black Christmas? Do y'all want to just support black businesses today and give presents and get presents and give each other money? I think that we should do it. I think that's what we should do. I think that we should make this into like a Christmas for us, though. Where we come together and we look at like we, we all we all have our different list of black owned businesses. Yes, we do. Each city, because that's something that we have to do for us, because we have to have that at least that sense of community. Right. Um, one day we also going to talk about how slavery is also the reason. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to tie that into the brainwashing work episode we we definitely gonna get into that shit because i have some points to make okay i told y'all listen with this podcast yes this is the misguided goddess podcast but baby we gonna heal baby we gonna heal ourselves we gonna heal each other we gonna love each other we gonna love ourselves 
We're a community. We are family. We are spiritually connected. Okay? Because it's the reason that you're listening to my podcast. Okay? Something about you. And I thank God for you. <laughs> okay? So, anyway... That's what I say for Juneteenth. I think that we should make this like a black Christmas. Celebrate black businesses, y'all. Oh, and also June 4th. I mean, June 4th. July 4th, we're also going to only celebrate black. We're only going to shop with black people. That's what we're going to do. Now, black people who own businesses. This is what we're going to do now. I'm telling everybody, come support y'all now. Don't embarrass me now. Don't be, don't, 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 don't do nigga business. Be an entrepreneur. Y'all know what nigga business is. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know exactly what it is, what I'm saying. And if you don't know what it is, let me go and learn you something. Now, this is nigga business. I sell apple pies, right? I sell apple pies. Selling my apple pies. I'm going to say, if you buy five of my pies, free delivery. Now, nigga business comes in when people buy five pies and then I don't hold up my end of the bargain. Oh, well, you think you could come meet me because a lot of people had got five pies and I can't hold up my end of the bargain? No. No, because what we're going to do is we're going to be professional and we're going to plan our days and we're going to plan our times. Okay, we're going to be professional entrepreneurs. That's what we're going to do. And don't think that I'm saying by professional, we're going to act like white people. No, we're going to act like we have some damn sense. That's what we're going to do. We're going to act like we have some damn sense. We're going to act civilized. We're going to act like we have sense in our head. We're going to act like we actually know how to run a business. We're going to treat our customers the way that we would want to be treated if we was a customer. Because I know me like, okay, I'm going to say this. When I started Gifts from a Goddess, one of my customers, she bought... um, some shea butter for me from my website something happened with my website something happened with my website to where her order wasn't clearing like I saw the order packaged the order but it wasn't clearing for me to ship it right I'm gonna say I waited like a week and I I, I kept updating her you know because like I said I'm gonna treat people how I want to be treated especially when it comes to my customers you know what I mean? I worked in customer service my entire life. So the one thing that I know for a fact I'm good at is customer service. Okay? Because, again, first job, 17. My first W-2 job I got when I was 17. But technically, I, I've, been, I've been, like I said, on, I think I said this on my last podcast too. When I told y'all the story about me having an entrepreneur spirit, I've been working since I was about 10. Like, <laughs> so good customer service skills, you know? That's what we're going to act like. But this girl, she just, she was very patient. So I say, you know what? I'm going to cancel your order through the website because, like, I, I don't know. I still to this day don't know what the hell that was even about. Her payment, it just was not processing. So um, we figured out another payment option, and I got it to her as soon as possible. And I also sent her some extra free feedie, freebies, not freebies, freebies in her package. You know what I mean? Because one thing I don't want nobody to say is oh no I don't like gifts from a goddess because she be playing games I didn't have businesses already that I've like I've owned before where because the like for instance I used to sell hair started selling hair some years back and I like the hair I used to wear the hair myself and of course that's how I used to sell my hair I used to go places I'm wearing my hair 
black women, one thing about us, baby, <laughs> we gonna compliment each other. And when I'm the kind of person where if you compliment me on something and I know where I got it from, I'm be like, oh, girl, thank you. I got this from X, Y, Z. That's just me. OK, because most likely I have on something that's black owned and I want you to support that black owned business. All right. All right. But anyway, so I'm selling this hair. And then I noticed after about a month, this hair was shedding like crazy, nodding up. And this one customer, she um. Like, I knew her, you know? And I had to tell her straight up, like, she used to buy from me all the time. I'm like, look, sis, I don't like this hair, so I'm about to stop selling hair. This vendors keep sending me, this one vendor, at first they were sending me beautiful hair. Like I said, I was selling the hair. And then I don't know if they got a different vendor or what, but I couldn't sell it. I'm not putting my name on it. Me and another girl, she, like, went off on me. Because of the same situation, I couldn't be as nice to her because you don't come to me talking to me crazy. I'm just not. No, nope, no. And this is a person, again, who knows me, knows where I live, you know. Nah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to talk to each other crazy. That's not that's what we're not going to do, especially when I offer to give you your money back. So that's the L I had to take. Like, yeah, I'm selling this hair. But if you have an issue with the hair, I'm going to give you your money back. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to feel bad about selling you something that you couldn't use. Even if you only use the hair for sewing and you had your sewing in for two weeks, three weeks. I don't care. I'm going to give you your money back. And that's the reason why I don't sell hair no more. Okay? <laughs> but we're not going to do that, y'all. We're going to be, we're going to have good customer service skills. And if you own a business and you have, like, bad customer reviews so far, DM me. We'll, we'll figure something out for you. DM me. I have no issue helping anybody DM me. We'll figure something out because that's what we're not about to do. I like saying let's support black business, but I know there's always going to be one person that's going to say, I don't like supporting black business because they ain't professional and they ain't this and they ain't that. Okay, I get that. I get that. That's 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 true because it's true. Right. I get that. But that's not going to stop us from supporting all black businesses. It's not. Because what we're going to do is we're going to give that one business constructive criticism. Now, if they don't take that constructive criticism, then no, nah, we're not going to shop with them no more. Because that's how that goes. Because guess what? They have a place out here by my house, a little hood food spot. Every time I go in there, the girls have an attitude. It's a, I want to say... It's like a look like I said, it's a little hood food spot. So of course it's a gas station, right? But they have like a little meat market in there and they sell like chicken plates and sandwiches and stuff like that. And the food is good. Don't get me wrong, the food is good. But the girls who work in there, and they are black girls, the girls who work in there, and I'm calling them girls and not women because they act like girls. That's why. Always have a nasty attitude every time you go in there. I don't know how y'all feel, but I don't want nobody with a nasty attitude putting that energy into my food because I got to put that food in my body. So I don't go over there no more. Now, given those girls probably don't own it, but because those owners never told them anything about it, I can't respect it. And I'm not spending my money in there and I have the right to not spend my money nowhere. I don't give a fuck how good y'all chicken place is. They got another spot somewhere else that got a good chicken place too. Oh, hell, I can cook. I can fry my own chicken plate. But, you know, and I know if y'all from out of town, y'all probably like, what the fuck is a chicken plate? Ten piece wings with fries. Ten piece wings with the fries and a salad. Just a chicken plate. It's a plate and they got chicken on it. Okay? Chicken plate. All right. So, (laughs) 
I talked about Juneteenth and went all the way off, okay? But I do want to say Saturday, June 19th is Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, black people. I love y'all. I love us. We are incredible. That's the reason why the entire world wants to copy off us. That's the reason why they follow us everywhere we go, even when we leave, okay? They can't live without us. You know, it's like a weird, creepy obsession, and I don't understand it, but that's not going to dim my light. I'm going to continue on shining, and that's no shade to all white people. I ain't got no issue with all white people. The only white people I hate is the ones that hate me. So if you hate me, I hate you back. And I'm saying it, but out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> I don't I don't really hold any any space in my heart for hate. I, I, I love a lot, you know. Um, I love a lot. So, and like I said, it's hella, it's hella white people that I'm cool with, that I love. You know what I'm saying? Um, because they don't. They don't, and I used to say this a lot when I was small, New Orleans white people different from white people other places. And this is why though, because in New Orleans, we are this like, I remember they used to call us gumbo, like just a, just a big old pot of gumbo because they got a little bit of everybody. Okay. We got white people here, black people here, Asian people here, Mexican people here. And we had Mexican people here before Katrina too. Of course, it's just like a big old influx of Hispanic people since Katrina. But we, they were here before because I used to have a, um, I had a Hispanic friend in elementary school. She only went there for like two years. Her name was Maria. And yes, I had to say it like that because I like saying it like that. Um, <laughs> but, um. Oh, when I first moved back here after Katrina, we used to live next to these Brazilian people. Oh, my gosh. I loved them. I loved them. Now, the only thing I didn't too much love is that Thursday through Sunday, oh, they partying. So if I had a test on Friday and I had to study, I had to study on Wednesday because ain't no studying going on on Thursday because we going to hear that music through the wall and they grilling and they partying. But one thing about them, every time they grilled, every time they grilled. They knocking on the door. Hey, neighbor. They even taught my niece Spanish. Love to live next door to them. Okay. Um, oh, wait. Is it Spanish? Yeah, Bra- Brazilian people speak Spanish. Wait, was it from Brazil or Argentina? No, you know what? The they was they, It was mixed because one of them was like a friend and he was from Argentina. And then some of his family came over too and they were from Argentina. But for the majority of the people who lived in that house, they were Brazilian. And it's so funny because this house that we lived in, it was a double. And if you're not from New Orleans, if you don't know what a double is, this particular house, it's one big house, but they break it down into two apartments. So it was a shotgun house at that. We had hella black people on our side because my mama got six kids. And after Katrina, all of my cousins lived with us, you know, because everybody was coming. It was kind of like a, we're going to come back. We're going to stay by bed for two weeks and then we're going to find us a house. Boom. That's what happened, okay? And it looked like the same thing was happening next door, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was a whole bunch of people in and out of there, okay? But it was love, though. It was love. And that's what, like, see that? Like, we didn't know those people. It just was love. Because when we would cook a lot of meals, too, or, like, a big meal or, like, Thanksgiving or whatever, we're sharing, okay? And my family, even in a house that we live, like, the house that we grew up in, the house that my, my mother owns, this is a community over here. We've always had that sense of community. And 
I think that that's important, and that's the reason why I said us black people, we could we heal us, love us, so we can get our community back. Because guess what? It truly takes a village. There are children in my neighborhood that they're older now, so we're having conversations now, and they tell me, like, you know, you inspire me to do this, you inspire me to do that, or you always told me I could do this, so you pour... I pour into everybody who I meet, y'all. I do, I do. <laughs> oh, you got a dream? I'm going to push you to, I'm going to push you. And I'm going to tell you, I believe in you. You can make your dream come true. That's important in communities, okay? And I want us to have that sense of community back. So that's one thing that's really, really important to me. And if you're listening to my podcast, then you're a part of this community, okay? And we are family over here. We support each other over here. We love each other over here. Now, let me see how much time I got. Oh, I got to hurry this up. I'm sorry, y'all, because I didn't want to cut this. Sh- I didn't want to have to zoom through this. But I want to dedicate the end of this episode to all of the incredible, amazing, wonderful fathers out there. Thank you for being you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to tell y'all a story, and I'm pretty sure if y'all been listening to the pod, y'all know this already. My father, unfortunately, was murdered when I was seven years old. And I have to say it like that. I can't just say he, was, he died because, nah, my, my father was murdered on some fatal attraction type shit. But when we talk about fatal attractions, because that's also an episode that I have, we def- I'm going to tell y'all the full story of what happened to my daddy. But anyway, before my dad left, though, my dad was an incredible father. My papa was a rolling stone. He has a lot of kids. But my brother pointed this out to me. He was like, you know, it's not that we want to make a bunch of children and leave them. It's just that we don't necessarily pick the right women to start families with. And as long as, you know, dad is there, he's active in his children's lives. He takes care of his children, you know. And when I say take care of his children, I don't just mean money. I mean coming to see them, spending time with them, hanging out with them, taking them to do things, teaching them things. That's what a father is supposed to do. And before my father left he did do that you know not only for me and my brother because we're we're the only two that has the same parents um I have a big I have a big old family y'all it's just a whole cluster over here all right (laughs) but my cousins my my older sisters they can all vouch my dad was a very incredible man and you know I miss him every year and I have something on my, I mean, every year for Father's Day, his birthday, and on the anniversary of his death, I put a little something on my altar for him. I love my daddy. Um, and it's incredible, like, getting to watch my brother grow up into this amazing father. My brother is a very good, I'm about to cry. <laughs> I'm about to cry. <laughs> it's like, you know, my little brother, he's a dad, and he's a father. He teaches his sons, he teaches his daughters, you know, and it's just, it's incredible to watch. And all of my boy cousins, all are dads now, like the ones who are like in my age group, they're all dads. They all have daughters and I think it's beautiful and they're good fathers. And that's the, well, no, except one of them, one of them, he only got boys, but like he have, he has nieces. So that's just like having daughters. (laughs) Okay. So, um, but these men, even though they um, are younger guys, you know, they're like in their t- late and now late 20s, early 30s. But they are fathers and they are all, you know, becoming the men who they 
who they are, like the men that they're meant to be. You know, they're taking care of their families. They're taking care of their children, leading their children, guiding their children, teaching their children. My brother-in-law, he um, stepped up, you know, like he has kids with my sister. My sister had already had children. He stepped up, you know, and I can really respect that. It takes a strong man to raise another man's children. And to stepdads out there, even if you didn't physically have a baby yourself, if you are a stepfather and you take care of your children, not not y'all bitch-ass stepdaddies, because I didn't have some bitch-ass stepdaddies. This ain't a shout-out to y'all, because fuck y'all. But, um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys, sorry, sorry. I had a flashback. I had a flashback. I'm sorry. Um, because this was supposed to be really heartfelt. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but y'all know, y'all know. And we'll talk about that on another episode. But um, it does. It takes a very special man. Like, it, it's like a, it's respectful, you know, to raise another man's child, to love that child as if he was your own and still raise them, guide them, you know, teach them. That's very important. So, oh, and all, even my homeboys, all of my male friends have daughters. And thank you, because even even for the ones who aren't, like married or with the mother they still take care of their children physically emotionally mentally financially when we say take care of your children that's what we mean okay not just financially you have to protect them you have to teach them respect you have to teach them things you have to teach them values teach them morals okay so those things are very important like teach them that it's okay to be themselves teach them that you love them exactly the way that they are you know what i mean happy father's day to you if that is you okay happy father's day happy father's day if nobody else tells you happy father's day happy father's day from the misguided goddess podcast goddess sion loves you and appreciates you y'all know i love me some black i'ma just i ain't gonna i ain't gonna shine on black i'm I'm, I'm not shining for black women right now you know we not we not we gonna we gonna we gonna chill i'm gonna give it up to my brothers y'all do y'all thing y'all holding it down it's hard the world may hate you, but we love you. We appreciate you. We honor you. We respect you. We appreciate you. Okay? Please continue on doing what you're doing. And I'm going to tell y'all this story before I go. Oh, shit. I got to make it fast. Um, I, I watched my cousin teach a boy that he didn't even know a life lesson. And that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And it was something small, but that's important, you know? that's important and I just want to say that like it's not just teaching your children it's holding it down for your community and teaching your community something and for that I appreciate you all from the misguided misguided goddess podcast I appreciate you I love you thank you thank you please continue on doing an incredible job you are doing an incredible job you know And if you feel like you're not doing an incredible job, then thank you for the job that you are doing. And please push forward and try to do even better. Make your wildest dreams come true, Dad. Thank you. Thank you so much. This pod is going to be a little long this week because, like I said, I had a lot to say. Um, I wanted to talk about Juneteenth and I also wanted to highlight Father's Day. And um, actually, before I go, I'm going to share one of my favorite stories about my dad. Um, one night, listen, go and get a chicken plate. <laughs> we had a daddy daughter date. My daddy came to pick me up. He called me on the phone 
and I still remember talking to him and he that's like I have this thing where I can't have my ears covered I was talking to my daddy and I couldn't hear him and it, it was because I had my ear covered so now I have this thing where I just I cannot have my ears covered it's just it's weird but anyway he came and picked me up and we went to go get a chicken plate and I think he had a pool boy but I had a chicken plate and he came and picked me up and we watched movies all night and um, I got to his house. I took a bath. One of my brothers was there, but he didn't really hang out with us. It was just me and my dad. And we sat on a couch and we watched movies. And the last movie I got to watch with my father was Dumbo. And every year on his birthday, I watched, I'm really tearing up right now. Every year on his birthday, um, I watched Dumbo. And this, this weekend was so much fun. And it really, really meant a lot to me. Like I said, my dad passed when I was seven we don't have memories until we're five and I this this memory is vivid in my head as if I watched it on tv and I didn't like this is something that really happened to me and then the next day we got up he made me breakfast and let me tell y'all something my daddy was a man okay my daddy could cook he owned his own home he was a worker he was a hustler he was an entrepreneur my daddy was a man okay he took care of all his children okay and was fly okay a fly somebody homie has style okay like, earlier when I was saying, saying about me having style, both of my parents have style, baby. Okay? I come from a very... It's the reason why I started calling myself Miss CB Fabulous. Okay? Just know that. But my daddy had swings in his backyard, y'all. And I remember him swinging me on the swings. <laughs> and this is so funny. I'm going to just add this in, too. Because because of my dad, he is the reason I am afraid of heights. Um, One time, he threw me up in the air. And in the house, we was in the house and my mom had this really tall dresser in our living room it wasn't really a dresser it was like one of the it was a china cabinet like one of those really really tall china cabinets that your grandma used to have and our living room is like it 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 goes to an angle so it's really high ceilings and he threw me up so high i seen on top of that thing and i've been afraid of heights ever since however fear is only in your head and i'm a true i'm gonna prove y'all how fear is only in your head even though I am afraid of heights, and I will say that to the day I die, I'm going up there. If I have the opportunity, I'm going up there. Even though I know I'm scared of heights. But I'm the kind of person, fear is all in the head, and I like to face my fears. If you if you know me, you know my favorite saying is, my mom ain't raised no punk ass bitch. She don't know that I say that because I don't curse over my mama. But I say it all the time because she did not. <laughs> Yeah, I be saying I'm scared of heights, but really I'm fearless, y'all. Like I, I, when I for my 50th birthday, and I already have this planned out for my 50th birthday, I'm jumping out of a plane. You know, I want to go bungee jumping for my 50th birthday. So that's just that. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Like I said, I just wanted to really take the time out to um, say thank you to all the incredible fathers in the world. When I, and then, you know, something else too, and this might just be because again, I didn't have an actual father. Um, I didn't have a father growing up because my dad passed. It is a turn on watching men with their children. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but it's just something that's, that make you a man. Like, oh, it's so hot. Like you taking care of your kids or oh, you with your, you with your baby. Like, oh, I love it. I love seeing dads be dad. There's a man who I literally had a crush on just because I thought he was a good dad. Like, 
I just, I feel like if you're a good dad, you're going to be a good husband too. <laughs> I just do. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe that doesn't work like that, but I really do think that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, but me personally, I don't really want to be a stepmama. You know, I don't. But if the love of my life already has a kid, then that's just what I'm going to have to deal with, you know? Because... <sighs> I mean, shit, I got enough love to give to some stepkids, too, if I have to. And I've been a stepmom before. Um, but I don't want to say I've been a stepmama before because, fuck, I wasn't married to that man. But anyway, um, I was in his daughter's life, and I was a very good, good, good life partner. Okay, let's say that then. But this ain't about me. I want to, okay, and even that guy who I was talking about, he loves his daughters, and he talks about them like they're his best friends and I think that is adorable okay I think it's adorable like he loves hanging out with his daughters and yeah I love dads man and like I said I might be biased (laughs) I might be biased but I don't care you know and I said I didn't have a dad in my life like I didn't have my own father but I had some incredible men that stepped up to the plate I can't even lie shout out to my uncles like my uncles man 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 talk about protecting you and teaching you something I love my uncles I love them and that's that's like my uncles are incredible men they are all of them all of my uncles and I don't have that many uncles but the ones I have, shout out to y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm getting so emotional, y'all. <laughs> I'm getting so emotional. But, like, not even just, oh, yeah, oh, and shout out to my friend's dad, who is also, like, an uncle to me. Um, who also definitely taught me a lot and taught his daughters a lot and taught his son a lot. And I got to really witness this with my own eyes and it was beautiful and I was telling my friend actually just speaking of this because I'm talking about her dad I was telling her more recently um I was asking her about her grandma I'm like you know I love your grandma and her grandma loved me that's my girl and I was like thank you for sharing your grandma with me because you know my grandma passed when I was my grandma passed when I was six months old six months old um my mother's mother but my dad's mother the relationship there is it's it's pretty tricky we have a relationship now though but i just told her i'm like thank you for sharing grandma with me because i didn't have a grandma and i always wanted to have a grandma i like old people like you know like i grew up watching golden girls y'all know that already (laughs) i love old people (laughs) because like i said that ties into me liking social studies i like to know the tea what happened back then what was happening when this happened where were you when this happened so like my aunties and stuff like my mom auntie rest in peace auntie she um used to tell me about the black panther party in new orleans um she was there when they had that um that standoff with nopd uh way back in the day she was there yeah she told me all about it um I just appreciate the stories, you know, the knowledge, like you can't, there is no better knowledge in my opinion than firsthand knowledge of something that somebody actually did. And that's the reason why I feel like parents are important, important and grandparents are important because they're going to teach you the things that they went through and tell you the stories that 
things that happened to them. Oh, well, when I faced this adversity in my life, this is the way that I handled it. And then you can learn from that experience. And that's the reason why I said, too, it takes a community. You know, it take, it really does take a village to raise a child. Um, I don't really want to just too much get more into that, though, because I can go on and on and on and on and on about a sense of community and all of this other jazz and all that jazz. Um, so I'll wrap up this up here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And who knows? Maybe next year I'll be saying Happy Father's Day to my old man. I'm just playing, y'all. I'm I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I ain't ready. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> but I mean, you never know. You know, you never know what God has in store for my life just yet. Um, but I'm in no rush. I'm in no rush at all, child. But thank you guys for listening again. Thank you for being here. If you are a father, happy Father's Day to everyone. Happy Juneteenth. Please take this time to support a black business, including one of mine, okay? I released Brain Dump Journals um, this week. So if you click the link in any of my bios on any of my social media platforms, it's on my link tree. It's called, uh, it should be under Goddess Seance Publishing. Um, Publishings. Yeah, that's what all my journals are. So if you want a manifestation journal, if you want a um, brain dump journal, if you want a, if you can't say it, write it journal. I have a lot of journals that's going to be coming out, y'all. I really, really like journaling. I'm going to give a lot of different options. Journals be cute. And I have a lot of cute journals um, that I'm making for (laughs) y'all. Um, gifts from a goddess is still under construction, so I would say shop with me for that, but it's under construction, so I have it down right now, but I'm going to let you guys know, I'm going to, um, announce when it's going to come back on the pod, and then I'll, you know, put it out after that episode comes out. I'll let y'all know once I'm finished with that. I'm so excited, y'all, like, oh my God, all my businesses are just coming together and all of my ideas, ah, I'm manifesting. I'm so excited, and I just want to thank you all for your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I kind of grubble is also under construction. That's why I said my businesses are meant like I'm manifesting my businesses. My baby coming back, y'all. And we turn to 10 next year. And we turn to 10 next year. Ow. My baby coming back, y'all. I promise y'all. Like, ugh, I'm so excited. Um, what else I got? What else I got? Um, I'm available for tarot card readings whenever. Just DM me as always. Thank you so much for listening. Please um, leave me a review on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, however you're listening. Leave me a review, please. Um, that helps with my placement. That helps me with my reach. That helps them. If, if I'm higher up on the chart, then they'll more than likely, you know, suggest my podcast to people. And if y'all really want more people to hear me, I, I kind of need y'all to just show me a little bit of love with the numbers because you know the men lie women lie numbers don't and they only care about the numbers so i need the numbers right so if you can please 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 share it tell a friend about it subscribe uh like share subscribe comment um like on youtube (laughs) and that's another thing i'm kind of setting i'm trying to set up uh doing a youtube because for some of the podcast episodes like when i have guests on i am going to want to actually get those um recorded so you can kind of see those so you can kind of see our interactions um 
when it's just me, I don't need y'all looking at my face because that mean I got to put on a bra. I got to put on makeup. I'm, uh, yeah, uh, if y'all ain't got to look at me, I could be naked. Y'all ain't going to know. Okay. So, <laughs> but anyway, again, thank y'all for listening. I really appreciate y'all so, so much. If y'all have any questions, if y'all have any comments, please DM me or email me. Um, at Misguided Goddess Podcast on Instagram. I also have a Facebook page, Misguided Goddess Podcast. Um, I don't have a Twitter, so just tweet me at MissCBFab if you have a Twitter. Um, and then, uh, oh, my email, MisguidedGoddessPodcast at gmail.com. And I check my emails a thousand times a day. I have like eight emails because, again, I'm an entrepreneur. I have like eight businesses. So I got 80 emails. All right, whatever. Thank y'all again for listening. I will hope to see you. Well, not see y'all, but y'all know what I mean. I'm going to holler at y'all next week. I, I love you. Peace.